BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tonight, Fauci's emails have been found and they show him to be a fraud. We will show you what he said in the emails that was much different than what he said to the public. And how can we save our kids from being indoctrinated by the left that has its tentacles in every part of our lives? Dennis Prager is here to tell us how. Don't miss that. And the left says they've exposed a racist in Hollywood. The left who sees race and racism everywhere think they have exposed a new racist in Hollywood. Headlines like this one today are all over the place. What it means that Ellie Kemper was the queen of the racist veiled prophet ball. Ellie Kemper is known for a few roles in Hollywood, including her long run on The Office sitcom. And back in the 90s, she was crowned queen of the veiled prophet ball that has happened annually in St. Louis since the 1870s. And... I was probably there the year that Ellie Kemper was crowned. My husband was a state representative then and, or then and then a senator after that. And we would have attended every function like that. I took my little girls to the VP ball every year and we loved dressing up in ball gowns and dancing. But after all these years, who knew it was so racist? None of the attendees knew and the organizers didn't know either. That is, not until the fake news media decided to tell us Veiled Prophet is a charitable organization that puts on this annual event that consists of a parade and a fair in St. Louis, usually for underprivileged children, and a queen is crowned based on her charitable work done in the community. There's nothing mystical about the Veiled Prophet or the VP Fair that happens every year, and there's nothing racist about it either. It's always been put on by the high society folks in St. Louis who donate more to charity in one year than any leftist ever has in their entire life. And the fair draws tens of thousands of people every year. And let me repeat for all of you leftists who see race and racism pretty much everywhere you look, there's nothing racist about the VP Ball or the Queen or Ellie Kemper, who's the latest target of the cancel, cancel culture. Now, I don't know her personally, but I just know the way the left works. You want to know who is racist? Joe Biden. That's right. The left can't produce any evidence that Ellie Kemper is racist, but there are a thousand news headlines out there that say she is. But I can show you all kinds of racist quotes from Joe Biden, like this one from yesterday. Listen. The, the data shows young black entrepreneurs are just as capable of succeeding given the chance as white entrepreneurs are. But they don't have lawyers. They don't have they, they, they don't have accountants, but they have great ideas. Whoa. Whoa. Can you imagine if Donald Trump had said this? So, Joe, black people are just too stupid, in your opinion, to get lawyers and accountants? Or is it that you think they can't figure it out without the help of the government? I see. Is that what it is, Joe? There are a ton of other racist moments in Joe's history. The Mr. Reagan YouTube channel put up a few others. Listen. I mean, you got the first sort of main 
extreme African American who is articulate and bright and Unlike the African American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community with incredibly different attitudes about different things. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. So for, I'm not joking. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more okay. questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Oh, and then there's Biden's love of the KKK, exalted Cyclops, and fellow Senator Robert Byrd. Now, Byrd passed away a few years ago, but Joe was one of his best buds, along with Hillary Clinton, who called Robert KKK Byrd her mentor. Robert Byrd was a KKK member. He became senator in the 60s just in time to oppose the civil rights legislation in the 60s. So maybe that's why Joe Biden can hardly open his mouth without sounding like a racist, because he was just great buddies with Byrd. We also decided not to run it. There is that time on tape where Joe Biden used the N-word. Coming up next, Dennis Prager is here with us in his wisdom to uh, how to save our kids from being sucked in by the leftist anti-American propaganda being pushed on them from every direction. So you won't want to miss that. More Dr. Gina Primetime coming up. Stick around. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome back to Dr. Gina Primetime. Our schools in America are failing. Our children do deserve better, and our republic depends on parents and free thinkers to come up with creative ways to educate our children by totally bypassing the leftist academic establishment. I sent my youngest boy to a private Christian school this year, and even they ended up succumbing to the fear of COVID. Although it wasn't fear of COVID, it was fear of the government coming down on them. They bowed down to the demands of the county dictates here in Palm Beach County. And I was extremely disappointed he won't be going back. There was no school in America, public or private, that said heck no to forcing our children into masks on the playground and that ridiculous social distancing, except for the Sentner Academy, as far as I know anyway, in Miami. And we had the founder of that school, as you'll remember, on just a couple of weeks ago. But we needed thousands of people like the Sentners at the Sentner School to defy the leftist tyranny, but it didn't happen. So freedom-loving parents who treasure their children have to get even more creative. And there is help out there. Dennis Prager has made it his life's mission to educate America's youth rather than to indoctrinate them. Dennis Prager is an amazing radio talk show host, as you know, and the founder of Prager U. Thank God for him. He joins us now. Dennis, good to see you. Thank you so much for being with us. Great to be with you. Dennis, it sounds trite when you say children are our future, but they really are the future of our great republic. And there are some great children out there and some great parents going above and beyond, no doubt about that. The left knows this though. So it really was a genius move on the part of the left to chase every single free thinker out of academia and ensure that our children only hear the anti-American propaganda. I have to hand it to them, what they did, how they used COVID, was a pretty genius move, wasn't it? 
Yeah, because uh, there is no relationship between genius and moral acumen. A genius, it's genius is an amoral quality. Uh, it's like uh, a pencil. A pencil has no moral quality. It could be used for good or for bad. So can genius. As to the issue of uh, children, uh, I can only say that at, at this point, and I have said this with great sadness uh, for a while now, that you either fight what your school is doing to your children or you remove your children from that school. And l let me put it to parents as, as honestly and, and forthrightly as I can. You are gambling not only with your child's character and intellect and faculty of reason and values, you are gambling with your relationship with your child. Colleges for decades, and now high schools and elementary schools, are churning out children who have contempt for their parents' values and ultimately for their parents. The number of people with traditional love America, love God, love freedom, values, who have children who do not even talk to them is in the millions in this country. It, it, it is, that's the pandemic that actually scares me more uh, than the, uh, the virus, than, than COVID-19, is the, the pandemic of children who have severed relations with their parents because their parents uh, have different values than they. So uh, please understand, in the short run, it's much easier to send your kids to school, pack them off and, you know, do your thing. And I, un I understand that. But in the long run, you may well pay a terrible price. And precisely, I'm guessing, why you started PragerU, um, but the left sees you as an incredible threat. Um, with PragerU, you create edu educational content so that young people can know why America is great, but the left is working hard to silence you. Tell us about that and what you're doing about that. And if you would incorporate into that answer for us um, what you recommend parents do, because they're at a great pivotal point right now. School's ending. I've been making these decisions myself. Um, there are schools that are great, very reputable here in Palm Beach, and most of my friends are sending their kids to those schools next year. Um, I'm making a different choice for my child. I want you to advise parents at this pivotal pinnacle of their children's lives what you recommend they do uh, as they're making those decisions now. There are a handful of good schools. Your, your original point about your even hoping the Christian school you sent your kid to would be firm uh, in its strength and values, uh, even that failed, uh, is, is correct. Uh, it is child abuse to have children not play with each other or not or play with each other with masks on. It is a form of child abuse. It has no scientific basis. It is pure child abuse. What has been done to children in the last year and a half uh, is unforgivable. So uh, I, I, I'm totally with you on that. What do parents do? Uh, you either uh, change the school or get your kids out of the school, find a good school, or uh, in most cases, your answer will be homeschooling. It, it is intimidating to think about, uh, and it is, it is difficult to begin, but uh, eventually it gets much easier. You can lead a semi-normal life uh, while still having your kids in homeschooling. It is up to you how much 
time you will devote to the homeschooling. But if you want a happier, healthier, a less jaded, uh, more intellectually acute, wiser child who will eventually grow up uh, to, uh, to uh, love you uh, and be in your life, your chances are infinitely greater if you homeschool your child. PragerU is one of the vehicles that many, many homeschooling uh, people use. Uh, we have uh, almost 500 videos by some of the most prestigious minds in the world, uh, summarizing in five minutes some of the greatest and most important concepts of life. We have a program for younger kids, prep, Prager University uh, education for parents and teachers, uh, and, and or par for parents, basically. And, and sometimes uh, teachers use it as well. Anyway, we have it. We're not the only ones. There are many people who are providing great programs for homeschooling. Uh, uh, they do want to shut us down to get to your final point. They have tried to do that from the beginning. We do reach a billion views a year, more than a billion. And here's the uh, remarkable thing. 65% of them are under the age of 35. When I walk okay. in airports, uh, to my uh, delight, it is young people overwhelmingly who come over and ask to take a selfie with me. So uh, I, I could tell you from anecdotal personal experience the, the number of young people that, that we're touching. It's not enough. I mean, I mean it, 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 even with a billion views, there are so many you're not reaching. The, people, people are not aware or don't want to be aware of the lies that their children are exposed to. The 1619 Project, if your children are in a school that teaches the 1619 Project, one of the greatest lies in American history, you must take the child out of that school. Then you, you know that the purpose of that school is to alienate your child from America. It has no greater purpose. And if your, if, if your school has uh, drag queen study hour for first graders. Take your child out of that school. I mean, why would you keep them there? What is more precious to you than your child's character and mind uh, and soul? I, 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 look, people don't want to recognize how, how bad the situation is in our schools. That's what it is. Uh, let me finish with, with, a, uh, with a comment that I've been making all of my career. Sending your children to college is playing Russian roulette with their values. Mm. Yeah, unless you send them, of course, to a well-established uh, school that you've investigated well, and there are some of That's those correct. out there yes. as well. Correct. Very few, but there are some. There are some out there that are doing a fabulous job. Um, you bring me to another point, a little bit outside the scope of what you do, but I know that your intellectual curiosity has had you study this, the cancel culture is going to come after you and me and all free thinkers any way they can. Do we start a whole separate economy for free thinkers, non-leftists in every single arena? We've had to do it for schools. You mentioned that there are other schools out there um, doing all sorts of things. More than 2,000, I believe, curricula out there since I started homeschooling. My oldest is 25. Um, and so, but, but, so we've done a good job, I feel like, on that. There, there are options out there for homeschoolers. And, the, and I agree with you. No parent should be intimidated at the thought of homeschooling. And, and another thing is, 
don't be child-centered on homeschooling either. Your child may not want it on homeschooling either. Your child may not want to do it. It's not about what your child wants to do. You're still the parent, and you've got to take the reins over your child's will on this, or you will lose them, just as Dennis said. Um, but to build beyond schooling, because there are other ways that we're being canceled now, Dennis, like never before. Do we just build a whole separate economy for all the ways we're being canceled now? It's actually beginning to happen. I live in California, which is moving toward totalitarianism. And uh, my one of my sons lives in Florida, which is a free state. And I just lectured in uh, Houston this past weekend, uh, another free state, Texas. What is happening is there is a an unspoken of movement of many people uh, who have traditional American values moving towards those states and leaving. Uh, do you know that California, for the first time in its history, has a net outgrowth? a net export of people rather than mm -hmm. import, that it's lost a seat in Congress because it's losing population. Who is it losing? It's not losing leftists. Leftists love it in California. It's, it's losing people uh, who love truth. The left has never loved truth since from Lenin to the New York Times. The left has never, uh, 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 never considered truth to be a value. They consider social justice a value, but not truth. People have uh, their own values. So uh, this is what you're talking about. A realigning of Americans is actually taking place. Yeah, it absolutely is. Whether it's big tech or banking, all of those areas, I think uh, conservatives are moving in and realizing they have to establish their own. And I myself am one of those people moved from California to Florida um, because uh, you have to raise a family and you have to keep them safe. And, and that really is where we are in, in this part of, of history. Dennis, I want to ask you about something else you and I are both very passionate about, and that's Israel. This is something you've written extensively about, you've spoken about on your shows. Uh, the conflict has settled down over there for the moment, um, but the anti-Israel smears and the anti-Semitism uh, is as bad as I've ever seen it in the United States. We have members of Congress outwardly and unapologetically anti-Semitic and getting away with it, by the way. The leftist news media is anti-Israel, and I have still been unable to figure out why the left hates Israel. It doesn't compute in my brain. It doesn't make logical sense to me. Everything the left claims to care about, like minorities, like democracy, like tolerance, flies out the window when Israel becomes the subject. You wrote a book on it. I, um, I want you to help our audience understand this phenomenon. You're good, by the way. I just want to tell you. <laughs> I don't know how often you hear that from people you interview, but <laughs> you, you, you have your great clarity and you ask good questions. Thank so you. Uh, the answer to why Israel is hated by the left is virtually the same answer as why America is hated by the left. Israel and America are, 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 the, are odes to the Judeo-Christian value system. And they are odes to freedom. They are uh, outliers uh, in, in the world for the liberty uh, that they that they have in their countries and they represent the west the left hates the west it hates western culture 
Uh, at uh, Princeton, they just announced that if you are a classics major, classics major, you do not have to study either Greek or Latin. I don't understand how you're a classics major, but hey, at UCLA, you don't have to at UCLA, you don't have to read Shakespeare to get a degree in English. They, they are dismantling the West. America and Israel represent the West. America and Israel are countries built on ideas, not ethnicity. The Jews come in every ethnic... Uh, 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 mo most of the Jews of Israel are not white. <laughs> the majority of Jews in Israel are not white. Uh, th this is something that you, know, you, you never hear about. Uh, but, so, but it's irrelevant to the left because truth is not a left-wing value. So there's a, resent, there's a resentment of those who succeed. America and Israel have succeeded. And they, they, uh, that alone is reason to bring them down. Uh, it, the left is a force of destruction. I remember when they helped uh, kill the Boy Scouts, I said, how come there were no left-wing Boy Scouts? Because they never create, they only destroy. And that's what is happening in the United States. And by the time people realize that it, it may be too late. Uh, I don't know if we will survive the leftist onslaught on, on the foundations of this country and on its freedoms. But anyway, uh, the, the answer to uh, why they hate Israel is the same as why they hate America. In my book, which I first wrote uh, 35 years ago, Why the Jews, the Reason for Anti-Semitism, uh, I have a big chapter on anti-Americanism as the modern form, a modern form of anti-Semitism, which it is. It's exactly right. By the way, it's ironic because the Jews consider themselves the chosen people, and so did Americans. The American founders said, we are the second chosen people. The Jews were first, and we're second. That was a, a basic belief of the founders of this country. And the left hates that idea, too. You're exceptional. They hate American exceptionalism. They hate Jewish exceptionalism. They think that they are racist when there's no racist bone in the body of the exceptionalism. It, in fact, it, it welcomes members. By the way, on the American racist, one, one thing, Gina, uh, I've asked this question the whole, the whole time I've been broadcasting. Why have 10, not, I don't know, about 10, why have many millions, not tens, I take that back, about 3 million immigrants from Africa have moved to the United States? Ten, tens of millions would if they could. Why did sure. they come here? Sure. If America is systemically racist, why do blacks come in the millions to the United States? Did Jews move to Germany in the 1930s? That was systemically anti-Semitic. No Jew moved right. to Germany. Right. Why do blacks move to America? Are they stupid? Ask every leftist who says America systemically racist that question. Why have millions of blacks, 360,000 came as slaves, 3 million have come voluntarily. Why have they come? It's a great question. And you know, I could listen to you a million times, Dennis Prager, and I'd still learn something every single time. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here. You are a superhero and a mentor to me, whether you knew it or not. Um, thank you for being here. My, my joy. <laughs> Check out his daily radio show and also his website, PragerU.com. You will be a better person for it. Coming up, inflation is back. Russians are messing with our food and fuel supplies. And the border is a disaster. Biden didn't know that being president was so hard. Congressman Ralph Norman up next to comment on all of this. Don't miss more Dr. Gina Primetime right after this. Baby, I don't know much about
VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back to Dr. Gina Primetime. Hey, I want to welcome everybody who are new viewers on Samsung TV Plus channel 1029. We're so glad to have you in our audience. Hey, check out this headline from CNN.com. It says, inflation is back. Biden should be worried. What that headline really means is that CNN is worried that Biden is screwing up big time and will go down in history as the president who was worse than Jimmy Carter. And inflation is just one of the big screw-ups on the long list of Biden crises. There's the border, the Middle East. The list goes really pretty much on and on. And here with me now, Congressman Ralph Norman. Congressman, great to see you. Thanks for being with us today. My pleasure, Dr. Gina. Congressman, first, let's talk about the inflation problem that we have now. It's hard to quantify because we don't notice it everywhere. We see gas going up a little here. We see meat prices going up there. Before we know it, we have less and less money in our bank accounts at the end of the month. Uh, this is, generally speaking, how the Democrats do inflation uh, so that we don't notice that it's incremental. And we're still riding on the tailwinds of an amazing Trump economy, uh, you know, lucky Joe. But Congressman, is the average American seeing the inflation problem in your estimation? Are you hearing more in your constituent letters? Dr. Gina, everywhere I go, every business that I go to, the topic that comes up is everyone has pretty much gotten a pay cut. Uh, and take gas as one example. And it's not just when you fill up uh, at the pump your car or your truck. It's every product that you buy. Uh, take the, the products that you buy at the grocery store. They're delivered by trucks that don't run on solar panels. They run on gas and oil. Uh, take the hospital. Uh, every product is delivered uh, by you know some vehicle. So they're paying not just in their personal uh, vehicles. They're paying all across the board. And you know the, the, the lumber prices, I've always heard, and I think it's always been a pretty well accepted that so as so goes housing, goes the economy. You can, it's the bellwether for how the economy is doing. And this president is doing his best to destroy it. Uh, and since April of 2020, the National Association of, of Home Builders will say that it's up, lumber is up 300%. I know of pro projects that have been put on hold that would have ordinarily been going gangbusters, but... Uh, to say that uh, CNN said or, or printed that he was uh, worried, I don't know that this president really is coherent enough to be worried about it because it's just a disconnect on what he's doing. Does Joe Biden know what to do? Does he not even care that this is happening because he doesn't seem to address it? Uh, CNN seems more worried about it than Biden. What's your, what's your take? What's the deal on the, on the Hill? That's a very good question. I don't think he understands it. I mean, he's been in politics for half a century. Uh, he's never created a job. He's never had to, to employ people. He's never had to, to make a living. It's, his paycheck has always been there. And uh, he's, he's like career politicians who think you can tax your way to prosperity. It's never worked. It's not going to work now. And he inherited four years under the Trump administration of, of this economy uh, on fire. And now to destroy it like he's doing, and uh, it's just a preview of coming attractions of what this president's doing. And, you know, the people that I talk with <clears throat> were coming off the worst pandemic uh, the, in the history of the country. 
which this administration has no no uh, curiosity to find out where it came from. And now we're, we've come up with, you know, we're facing inflation at every level. Uh, but why isn't he had, had holding a press conference to discuss this? When has he had a press conference where people have asked questions about inflation, about the China virus, about the, you know, what's happening at the border, about the unrest all across on other nations with Russia and China and what they're doing? Uh, he just doesn't, uh, you know, he, he doesn't face it, and nor does the press ask him anything of substance. If I hear one more time, has his dog bit anybody at the White House, uh, you know, I think I'll go crazy because it's, <laughs> it's something that uh, is a joke. And if it wasn't so serious, this is affecting the pocketbooks of every American in this country and um, just when we should be coming out, out of the, the pandemic. Congressman, we have to hold China accountable for the COVID pandemic. And Joe Biden is sure not the man to do that because we all know Hunter Biden has business dealings with China and the CCP and has made millions. So how can we expect the Bidens to, in any way, uh, the Biden administration to stand up to China? The CCP is going to get off the hook here because of this corruption. And yet none are going to dare call it treason. No, and if you look at the, the history, Dr. Gina, it's uh, look at the money that uh, President Biden supposedly made. Look at Hunter Biden, which I've got proof that he was on, not just in Ukraine, but the dollar, the equity interest he had in China. Uh, and he has no, uh, no priority list uh, to hold a communist country like China, who, you know, by all accounts, it, it wasn't a bat that infected uh, a person on the wet market. This was a man-made virus. And to have Facebook take it down, uh, what have they got to cover up? Why aren't they interested in finding about, out about this vi the coronavirus? But to think that there's not going to be another virus out of a communist country is, uh, is, is ludicrous. And the WHO uh, is not the one to go to because that's a conflict of interest. Uh, they've always been in the back pocket of, of the Chinese. And um, so it's just a calamity of errors. I think it's, it's, uh, all these problems are, are falling on a president who I think is disconnected. He doesn't understand, and uh, I don't. I think it's foolish to, to think that he's going to change now. We, the sad part, Dr. Gina, we're only 160 days into this administration, and look what he's the damage that this president is doing to the country. I guess we have to hold on till the midterms, but uh, we definitely need to be gearing up for them. Congressman Ralph Norman, thank you so much for being here. All right, there are a lot of new patriots throwing their hats in the ring to run for office. We predicted this because so many people are so frustrated. It's really an amazing phenomenon to witness. And this is history, folks. They will talk about this in the years to come. My next guest is one of those great patriots who has been an author and a speaker and decided it's time to jump into politics and run for Congress. Heidi St. John is with us now. Heidi, great to see you. Heidi, tell me, what was it that made you decide to run? Well, I live in Washington State's 3rd Congressional District, and I've been raising seven children here for the last 30 years. And our state representative, Jamie Herrera-Butler, voted to impeach our president on uh, in January, and that was the last straw for me. We've been frustrated for a really long time, and uh, this was enough. We've watched her record, and I keep thinking that the people I'm sending to Washington to represent me are sharing my values and pushing forward the issues that I care about. And what I'm learning is that's not happening. And so we just decided, hey, let's not send our money this time. Let's go instead. 
Very interesting, because I got to know you watching your videos um, during the last couple of years uh, where you've made some very, um, even sometimes raw, very heartfelt, impassioned, but honest um, videos just talking about the issues of the day, whether it was Donald Trump being attacked um, for unfounded reasons, or whether it was the media lying to us, whether it was COVID government overreach, um, those types of things. And, um, and so I'm just, it's, it's such a new era where people will step up and run based on just really having a great idea and a passion. Um, but what makes you think you can win? Well, I've been living in the district, so I am one of the people that are living here. I think one of the issues that we're facing is we elect people to go to Congress or to the Senate, and they leave where they live, and they become so disconnected that they're not one of the people anymore. And I have been living in Washington State's third congressional district for a very long time. My husband and I are business owners there. As you mentioned, I'm an author and a nationally recognized speaker, and I have been talking about the issues of the day for a long time. I have a podcast called Off the Bench with Heidi St. John that garners about a million downloads a month right now. And I've been spending my time talking about the issues that are important to Americans. We are sick and tired of watching these elected bureaucrats, the uh, the elite who like to tell us what to do, when who's essential and who isn't. Uh, now they're bringing critical race theory into our schools, which, by the way, our governor, Jay Inslee, signed into law here just a couple of weeks ago. So now not only do we have uh, critical race theory in our schools, which is racist at its core, teaching our children to hate the country and hate each other, but we've got uh, comprehensive sex education. Our borders are a mess. They're talking about vaccine passports. And uh, I know because I've been in the district working with the citizens here, I already have name ID. They know that I'm one of them. They know I've been raising my kids here and I'm living under the tyrannical dictates of a tyrannical government and enough is enough. And so I'm gonna use the platform that I have been building for the last 20 years and I'm gonna run for Congress on it. It's exciting, it really is. And it's great to hear people like you putting yourself out there. Um, Heidi, every state these days is a border state, even Washington state. Uh, whether or not you're on the border, you are going to experience the fallout of what is happening on our border. Illegal immigration affects us all. And there is this heartbreaking video that broke this very morning that I want to bring to your attention. Listen. This is a little boy who has been literally left at the border um, as his parents left him alone, standing there screaming for help with his teddy bear. I know that you're a mother of a large family just like I am. Um, I had to watch this video multiple times so that I wouldn't cry when I played it on my own show. Um, things like this motivate me in ways that um, are almost indescribable. And I know they do you too. So uh, just since you are a mom and since you are running and since you've decided to really lay everything most precious to you on the line, your business, your family, your faith, um, and put it all out there to take the step to run, I wanted to give you a chance to speak not just to this video, but to the reality that it, that is the thousands of little children, just like this little boy, who are abandoned at the border. Some are thrown in the water, many every day, to distract the border patrol uh, from their duties. 
um, so that they can, so that the cartel can bring family, bring illegals over. Um, some are, most of them drown. Um, many of them are raped. Um, many of them are used to pack drugs in. Um, I can't even go to the numbers of children that are raped, murdered, drugged, killed. The list goes on and on, and that doesn't even touch the number of American children that are affected. Um, many of them American legal immigrant children also mostly affected by what this tyrannical regime is doing with, regarding our, with regard to our borders. So I wanted to give you a chance to comment on this. Well, let's call it what it is. I mean, you've got wickedness at the border, right? So these drug cartels and these people that are taking our children and putting them in harm's way, which really they're just using them, they smell weakness in the Biden administration. That's why this is going on. President Trump put his foot down and said, absolutely not, we're gonna close our borders. A nation that does not have secure borders is not a secure nation. And as a mother, and actually now I'm a grandmother, I've got three young grandchildren uh, that my daughter Savannah is mothering herself right now. And it's heartbreaking to see what's happening, but it's happening because we have a feckless, weak, uh, and frankly, wicked administration in there right now who refuses to tell the truth about what's happening at the border. We do have a crisis at the border. Kamala Harris is woefully unprepared to deal with it. And we're watching this scene play out day after day after day. And so I guess my question to the Democrats is, when will enough be enough? How many children have to die? How many of our young people have to forfeit their lives so that you can be seen as a woke and awake and, a, and uh, in favor of allowing illegal immigrants to pour across our borders illegally? I also think it's important to state that we're not against legal immigration, but we are a nation of laws. And the immigrants that are here who have come to this country legally, my family was part of those uh, those immigrants generations ago. They came here legally. They respected the laws in this nation. And what you see in the Biden administration is a lack of willingness to enforce current immigration law and to protect the children that are being used by these drug cartels. It's, sh it's a shameful moment for the country. It really is. Heidi St. John, I am just so uh, want to commend you for being willing to throw your hat in there. It's not an easy decision to make as somebody who has uh, made that decision myself before. And thank you so much for being with us. Best of luck to you in your race. Keep us posted, will you? Thank you. I hope you guys will find me, Heidi St. John for Congress.com. Heidi St. John for Congress.com. All right, we'll do it. Coming up, Fauci has been lying to us, and we have the emails to prove it. That is next. We'll show you right here on Dr. Gina Primetime. Stay put. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Now time for some news you didn't know. And here to help us always from our RAV headquarters in Denver, Colorado, Jessica Rivera. Jessica, great to see you. Good to see you too, Dr. Gina. And yesterday the Supreme Court made two unanimous decisions. One is that tribal police officers may detain and search non-Native Americans on federal highways. And the other is there's no presumption that testimony from illegal immigrants seeking asylum and who are fighting deportation is credible. So what do these decisions really mean? The first decision allows Native American police officers to detain and search any person 
who is non-native on any public highways that are on their Indian reservations. And the second decision says an illegal immigrant who is looking for asylum in the U.S., their statement of why they are seeking asylum does not have to be taken as the truth unless a judge specifically says so. And Dr. Gina, the fact that, this, uh, you know, that the Supreme Court voted unanimously on Native American police officers' jurisdiction isn't all that surprising. But what was surprising is a unanimous vote on the illegal immigrant testimony because there are always at least one, if not more justices, that side with illegal immigrants, no questions asked usually, but not yesterday. And it most likely has to do with SCOTUS understanding illegal immigration is out of control and this is a way they can help the problem at our southern border since they don't seem to be getting any or they get little to no help coming from the White House right now. Dr. Gina. Always a shocker, Jessica. Thank you so much for being with us and bringing that to light. You're welcome. All right, now Anthony Fauci has a lot of explaining to do. The Washington Post and BuzzFeed did a Freedom of Information Act request for Fauci's official emails, and they found some very interesting tidbits, like this email that he wrote to Obama's former HHS secretary, Sylvia Burwell. Burwell asked Fauci whether masks would work and whether she should be wearing one. And here's what he said in an email, get this date, February of 2020. He wrote this, masks are really for infected people to prevent them from spreading infection to people who are not infected rather than protecting uninfected people from acquiring infection. Fauci continued, the typical mask you buy in the drugstore is not really effective in keeping out virus, which is small enough to pass through material. It might, however, provide some slight benefit in keeping out gross droplets if someone coughs or sneezes on you. That sure doesn't sound anything like what he told us for the past mm, year and a half. This doesn't surprise my next guest. He's been calling out, calling out Fauci for a long, long time. Robbie Starbuck, great to see you. Great to see you too. Thanks for having me on. And you're correct. I am not surprised. I mean, you know, what do you think motivated Fauci uh, to say publicly what he said privately? I mean, what, what do you think motivated him not to, rather, say publicly what he said privately? It's pure politics, 100% politics. I think that's that's very clear. I mean, he gaslit people like us. He shamed us. And at the same time, social media companies, big tech, assisted him and the Democrats in censoring any voices that dissented from what he was saying publicly. So while he's saying all this publicly, privately, he's telling people from the Obama administration that masks really don't do anything and that they're really not effective. So, you know, and it doesn't just end there. It also goes into he knew that the virus, there was evidence from scientists he trusted saying it was engineered. And yet he went out publicly telling the press that it had natural origins. The effect of that, the damage that he did to our country is incalculable. If you look at, you remember people said China lied, people died. Well, I say Fauci lied, Liberty died. So true. And lots of people along with that. I, I heard it's interesting, Robbie, because I heard um, conservative pundits, conservative folks saying uh, who are still kind of probably not allowed, let's just say, in their capacity to say the real reason why Fauci uh, probably covered on the masks and didn't say the truth about the masks and why it wasn't reported in a lot of media. I remember folks like you and I were saying from the very beginning, 
you know, I, China's buying up all the masks. That's the reason. Um, a yeah. lot of people said, oh, it was, it was so that the doctors, this is what I heard speculated this morning. I was watching this, and, and these are conservative pundits saying it was so that the doctors could have them. So there was, a, there was an okay motive in Fauci saying what he said about masks, so that the doctors could have them, because nobody went, well, no, that's not true, because, you know, cloth face masks for a long, long time were advocated. Um, and, and none of the masks that were being used by the general public, in fact, still today on airlines, the masks that are being handed out and demanded you wear to cover your mouth and nose are not the same masks that are used in an operating room. That's just ridiculous to even... even not at even. all. But the reason, the reason is because, and I just want to put this straight out there, China profited greatly. This was a deal that those who were in the pockets of China making millions, if not billions, off of China, like Fauci, they were the ones covering for China on this so that China could buy all the masks and then sell them back at a premium to America. And I wanted to get that out of the way. I know you know more on this. Go. Yeah, if, if you look at who benefited the most from everything throughout COVID, it was China and the Democratic Party, okay? That's very clear, and it's clear that Fauci had a role to play in this. I actually, I called on the Biden administration today to go ahead and tell the Director of National Intelligence to release any and all information on contacts that Fauci the fraud had with Chinese agents. And if there are none, shouldn't be a problem to tell them to do that. But I think the American people deserve to know how many contacts Fauci had with agents of the Communist Chinese Party. Well, let's start with the lab that he was invested in that was owned by the Chinese military. That's a relationship with the government. Since when do our Americans allowed to invest in things owned by the Chinese government? Let's start there. Fauci's new book has been removed from Amazon and Barnes and Noble after this backlash from his comments. Um, but he already got his book advanced and it was millions of dollars. So there you go. He is profiting off of COVID. How is this not wrong, Robbie? It is wrong. I mean, you look at what he did. You know, first, let's talk about the lab, by the way, when he went out publicly saying that, you know, this, this has a natural origin. Somebody who gets the grant at that lab, at the Wuhan Virology Lab, they email Fauci and they say, thank you so much for essentially telling the media to stay off this trail of a lab leak and pretending it's, it's natural when it in fact was not. But if you look at the book and him profiting off the virus, I mean, can you get more sick than that? This guy is yeah. responsible for how many small businesses dying in America, not just, you know, going under for a little while, coming back, but dying entirely. Families that went homeless because of what he did and the lockdowns that he pushed while he turns around and profits with a book deal. And by the way, somebody needs to look into these book deals because there's been a lot of book deals lately with people like Como and him who are chiefly responsible for a lot of the death in America and people are not buying these books okay so people need to be wondering is there some money laundering going on here at elite levels through book deals to be able to pay these people for what they've done well yeah and i want to hear an investigation on the hydroxychloroquine if he had not done what he did if he had come out in favor of hydroxychloroquine and some of the other um uh, things that donald trump was saying might work um, would that have saved lives? But anyway, all right, it is almost the end of the show, Robbie. So I'm so glad that you're here because it is time for the fun part. And that is our meme of the day.
And here we see a cartoon dog with a house burning down around him. And the caption says, Joe Biden voters acting like this is exactly what they voted for. Oh, my gosh. This is every day in real life. I keep writing, I keep writing these, te these tweets, Robbie, that say, attention, Democrats. Are you really okay with this? And, you know, they just don't respond to that. Now, they want to call me names and troll me on every other tweet. But on the ones where I say, attention, Democrats, it's crickets. Exactly. What's funny about it is the only response they have is, but Trump. And I'm like, uh, you guys have an addiction. You need to you need to focus on the subject at hand. What is going on here? But this makes me think of another great meme, the one where, um, you know, Leslie Nielsen is in front of the exploding building and says there's nothing to see here. That's what it feels like every day watching this train wreck. Yeah, wouldn't it be terrible to be Kamala Harris right now? Because, man, there's no way you'd want any, all this havoc that's been created by Joe Biden. All right, he's the running best, for Congress. I, is, I'm sorry, go ahead. Quickly. The best news that oh, yeah, you know what, we're, Harris is handling the, the voting bill because she, she can't get anything done. So we're, we're so in true. good shape. That's right. I'm sorry, we're out of time, Robbie, but he's running for Congress. Check him out. Robbie Starbuck, he's everywhere, all over social media. And his social media, by the way, his Twitter thread right now is amazing. Thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you to everyone here at your new home for Real News, Real America's Voice, live from Studio 6P. Up next with Damon and the crew, hug your children, love your God. You go boldly now and live the truth. Good night, everybody. See you tomorrow.